Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to the Voice of the Cape 91.3 with myself, Mullah Aslam Qasim. Alhamdulillah, what a beautiful day. And once again in the company of our honorable and beloved Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, once again offering advice and uh, that is for marriages and also for those that are undertaking this very beautiful, this very honorable way of uh, pursuing family life, inshallah, in the way of marriage. And uh, we'll hear very shortly from Sheikh as to what that topic will be and what will be the theme or the, yes, the topic that is for today, inshallah. Sheikh, first and foremost, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah mawlana aslam and how are you? Alhamdulillah, shukran Sheikh, you're looking very well, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. Always good to have you on the airways of the voice of the Cape uh, speaking to us, alhamdulillah. Uh, yes, once again, truly honored we are. And indeed, uh, I think this is our third or fourth program already. So you may send us through those SMSs on 47913 as we negotiate pathways to successful marriages, inshallah, this morning from 12 until Dhuar, inshallah. So I'll stop speaking at this moment so that we can have Sheikh start immediately with that topic for today, inshallah. Shukran, Mawlana. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Wassalatu wassalamu ala Sayyidil Mursaleen wa Imamil Muttaqeen, Sayyidina wa Habibina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rabbish rahli sadri. ويسر لأمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقو قولي اللهم لا تكلني إلى نفسي طرفة عين ولا أقل من ذلك My beloved mothers and fathers and beloved sisters and brothers and honorable youth and children and dear listeners I greet you once again with the universal greeting of love and peace and mercy السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته And it is once again a great honor and a great privilege for me to be in your homes, in your rooms, in your motor vehicles, wherever you are. And may Allah grant whatever I'm going to say will come from my heart to your hearts, inshallah. I also once again want to remind you uh, at the beginning of our discussion today that our beloved Nabi Muhammad said, Man salla alayya salatan wahidatan sallallahu alayhi ashran. Whosoever puts one salawat, Whosoever says, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ala, or the different ways of salawat, uh, uh, once, wahida, then Allah will put uh, ten salawat, Allah will put ten salawat on you. In other words, ten rahmah from Allah. What it also means, if you make the time to put ten salawat on Rasulullah every day, Allah will put on you every day a hundred salawat from Allah, hundred rahmah. And those who are so fortunate will put a hundred salawat on Rasulullah every day, then Allah will put a thousand salawat on you. I also want to remind you that, that, that we are in the most holiest days of the year. Our beloved Nabi Ali said to Islam say, مَا مِنْ أَيَّامٍ الْعَمَلُ الصَّالِحِ فِيَا أَحَبْ إِنَ اللَّهِ مِنْ هَذِي الْأَيَّامِ There are no days in the whole year wherein your good deeds are more loved by Allah than your good deeds in these ten days. And of your good deeds is to put salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad So increase to put salawat on our great leader, the greatest leader, our beloved Nabi Muhammad My dear listeners, uh, let us continue with a beautiful note on which we concluded last week our program. And that is the issue of respect between husband and wife. Uh, respect plays such a pivotal role in our marriage. In fact, it is one of the pillars or one of the foundations of our relationship. In other words, if there is respect between husband and wife in a marriage, then, then there is a marriage. 
And if there's no respect between husband and wife, that's not actually marriage. So what is the meaning of having respect for your life partner? The meaning of respect is to think highly of your husband or think highly of your wife. To value your partner. To honor your partner. To recognize and appreciate your partner. To show consideration. All these words and synonyms is the meaning of respect. So my dear ones, please remember what we've said a few weeks ago. That respect is to respect one another's feelings. To respect and consider one another's honor and dignity. And we said last week, don't shout at one another. If you shout at one another, that is, dis- that is being disrespectful. Don't swear at one another. I, I, I love to share you know, some personal things of myself because we are one family. And I once again want to remind you, when my beloved father, may Allah grant him, and all our fathers and all our mothers, the highest place in Jannah. When I got married, my dear listeners, and I'm sharing it with you, my father told me, my son, I'm only going to give you one word of advice. And that is, never ever say an ugly word or a swear word to your wife. Alhamdulillah, I thank Allah, only with the kudra of Allah. I'm married now for 34 years. And I've kept up the word of advice of my father, alhamdulillah. That is respect. So, um, don't shout at one another. I'm saying again for the second time, that is being disrespectful to your life partner, whether it's your husband or your wife. And doing it in, the, in front of your children is even worse. And doing it in front of your parents. Sometimes parents live with us. And you shout with your wife or you shout with your husband in front of your parents or her parents or his parents. That is being disrespectful. It leaves a bad taste in the house. It makes everybody uncomfortable. My dear listeners, we are in the holiest days of the year. We need to return to Allah. We need to have the best of character. I once again want to say to you that beautiful character is the foundation of this beautiful life. Beautiful character is the foundation of a beautiful life. Imagine Rasulullah says, مَا مِن شَيْءٍ أَثْقَلُ فِي مِيزَانِ الْمُؤْمِنِ مِنْ خُلُقٍ حَسَنٍ There is nothing that's going to weigh more heavily in your favor on your scale the day of Qiyamah than your beautiful character, says Rasulullah. My dear listeners, it is worthwhile to, to listen again to this hadith. And as I teach my jama'ah in Portland, that we need to adopt the attitude of Sayyidina Abu Hurairah. He is the person عنه, that has narrated most of the hadith of Rasulullah. He says, if I listen to a hadith of Rasulullah, even if, if I listen to it a, 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 a thousand, it is a, the thousandth time that I listen now to the words of Rasulullah, I make it as, as if it is now the first time that I hear the words of Rasulullah with love and with passion and with respect. Now that is the attitude that we must adopt to the words of Rasulullah. Where what say Rasulullah? That's mix what can swader weeg in your favor op jou skaal die dag van kiamani dan jou mooi geaarte. Allah wat man. As gaat meer weeg dan jou salah en jou zakah en jou poase en jou hajj. Die mooi geaarte gaan die swaaste weeg. Sies hoe? Sies al beloved Nabi Muhammad alayhi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So what I, I already shared with you that I consider if I'm allowed the following hadith as the closest to my heart. 
And that is that our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, إِنَّمَا بُعِثْتُ لِأُتَمِّمَ مَكَارِمَ الْأَخْلَاقِ The actual reason and the real reason that the reason why Allah has sent me to this world is to complete the best of character, says the Nabi Muhammad. Can you imagine, my dear listeners? That is the actual reason, the real reason why Allah has sent to us the greatest prophet, our beloved Nabi Muhammad. As all to do with mooi geate. Rasulullah had come om for to learn the most, and Rasulullah had the most geate gehad. Allah said in the Quran, وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ Ya Rasulullah, I is op die hoogste gehalte van geate. Allah wa akbar. So what must mean? Another hadith of beautiful character. Ya Salam. We, we are going to say these words now out of appreciation and motivation that Allah must grant us a best of character. That Allah must begin us, us must be living with Maka. Mans and friends must be living with Maka. The family must be living with Maka. Imagine Rasulullah says, "Aqrabu nasi ilayya majlisan yom al qiyama ahsanum khuluqa." The people nearest to me and closest to me in the Jannah. Rasulullah had visited the highest, the highest Jannah. The people closest to me is the ones who are the most attached. Those who are the best of character, they are going to be the closest. To our beloved Nabi Muhammad Now Jamaat Muslimin My dear listeners In the context of a marriage And in the context of our theme of this program Negotiating pathways To successful marriages Let, let us listen to this hadith of Rasulullah Akmal al-mu'minina imanan ahsanum khuluqa The most complete of all believers in iman Are those people with the best of character Wakhiyarukum and the best of you, referring to the husbands, are those husbands who are the best to the women that they are married to. Our beloved Nabi always said the most appropriate words and the most applicable words and the most suitable words. Some of the understanding of this hadith is, what is the use that you have got beautiful character with all the people uh, outside your house? At work, the people think the world of you. Your neighbors think the world of you. But inside your house with your wife, you've got the ugliest character. And I want all to say, say to my beloved sisters and mothers and daughters, you, you, can, you can also derive from this hadith that the best of friends, the best women in the world, are those women who are the best to the husband or the husbands that they are, that they are married to. Die beste vrouw in die wereld is die vrouw wat die best. Wat is die Jozef vrouw kan mooi gehad het met al die ander families en met al die mense buiten kan jy is, maar met die man blijf sy snaaks en kortaf en moeilik en lillike anwoorde. Now it goes both ways, my dear brothers and sisters. May Allah grant all of us to be of the best men in the world and the best women in the world. Inshallah, Allah answer that to I inshallah make to And then also the time now 20 past 12 Yeah, the voice of the Cape We need to go for that break And uh, when we come back inshallah Sheikh will continue on our very beautiful topic for today Welcome back to our program here this morning Or let me say this afternoon um, You may send us through those SMSs Remember that SMS line That's 47913 We're taking those SMSs if you have any um, uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels is with us today And sharing beautiful advice for married couples as well And uh, as we know Islam offers tranquility to the soul Peace to the mind So that a man and a woman may live In an atmosphere of love and mercy, harmony, cooperation with each other, tolerance. And this is the 
this is the seed or this is the root for a nurturing a happy family at the end of the day. So we'll allow Sheikh to continue with the beautiful advice that Sheikh is rendering for us today. Shukran Mawlana. Jazakumullah khairan. My dear listeners, uh, allow me to once again repeat that beautiful hadith and I hope that you're going to remember it or maybe write it down. And and we've heard it on Voice of the Cape last month, every time it was repeated on the radio, that the most perfect of believers, the most perfect and the most complete are those people with the best of character. And the best of you are those who are the best to the women that you are married to. Now that is what that is the reason why Allah has created us to test you who of you going to be the best. Our strive in this life would, must be uh, that I want to be the best father. I want to be the best mother. I want to be the best husband. I want to be the best wife. I want to be the best sister or brother for my sisters and brothers. My be- the best cousin or the best friend for my... This is the reason why Allah has created us. Allahu Akbar. My dear listeners, taking it further, a major part of respect between husband and wife is how you communicate with one another, how you speak to one another. Always select the best of words. Don't be in a hurry to say something to your husband or to your wife. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad fortunately guided us and said, Al-ajalatu min shaytan wa min rahman Hastiness is from the shaytan. Especially when you need to say something or to make a decision. You know, even saying something is part of making a decision. You must decide what are you going to say to your wife. For example, your wife burnt your... Um, your, your beautiful shirt that you bought from Markham's 1,500 Rand. Mm. Are, are you going to say now, is it stupid? Can you not me? Or you will, will you tell her, ah, my darling man, this must, you are more important than everything in this world. Look at the difference. I also say to people, uh, and, and I, I, I'm addressing now fathers and mothers, and I make this example again. Your young son or your young daughter is learning how to drive. And then he bumped your new Toyota or your new Mercedes. You, you, you need to decide what are you going to say to him. It is at that moment, Rasulullah says, Hastiness is from the shaitan, and to take your time to say something, it comes from Allah, the most merciful, most gracious. So you can either say to your son or your daughter, Or you can say to your son or your daughter, Ah, my darling, you are more valuable than all the motorcars in the world. Daddy will, um, inshallah, and you, my daughter, my son, you will become one of the best drivers in the world. Allahu Akbar. Look at the difference. Now, the same with your wife and the same with your husband. Choose your words. Select your words. This life is all about, you know, uh, good articulation. So use the most beautiful words with your wife and with your husband. Darling, sweetheart, die vruchte van my hart, my liefde lammetje. Use beautiful phrases. We can learn from everybody. We learn from Muslims and we learn from non-Muslims. One day at a meeting, I met a person, Christian person. He says to me, Sheikh, at night when we eat, we all hold hands, me and my wife and my children, and we thank God for the food and and we also thank the hands that made the food. Are you referring to Pharaoh? Are you listening we appreciate it. We thank Allah for the food and us thank for mommy what it cost to make it, the hand what it cost to make it. So if, as you say, 
Isn't it beautiful to say, my darling, shukran for the food. It was very, very nice. And, and maybe you can say, my darling, ek dinkie, that's iemand wat kan maak die boontje kerry so jerit maak nie. Ya, yeah, salam. Mm-hmm. Beautiful words. And say it from the heart. Say it with sincerity. My dear ones, for, for your marriage to be a success, remember that the respect is not confined to the to you and your wife or to you and your husband. So we're moving to another stage of respect, to, to uh, you know, negotiating pathways for a successful marriage. So the con- respect doesn't stop with the two of you. It goes beyond the two of you. First of all, you, my dear sister or brother, you need to show all respect to your new mother and your new father. Oh, all school it, all school it must, your school man, your school pa, your mother-in-law, your father-in-law. And remember that these two people are not just any two people. They happen to be the parents of your life partner. And this is a secret. This is a secret. It's an open secret. This is a secret of a successful marriage. If you respect the parents of your life partner and you honor them and you love them, then your partner, your husband or your wife, your, your husband loves you, your wife loves you, but they will love you even more. Why? Because you show love and respect to the people that are the closest to their hearts. I'm repeating that. Amal van ons, onze ouwers kom eerst in ons achter Allah, dan onze ouwers. Allah says, وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّا Allah has decreed that you worship Allah alone. وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا And immediately Allah says, and Allah has also decreed that you always, always do good to your mother and your father. Elke mens in die wereld, die eerste mense na onze hart, is as a moeders and fathers. So if you, my wife, if you respect my mother and my father, I love you, but I will love you even more. And the flip side of the coin is that if you are going to disrespect and dishonor my mother and my father, it might be that I will still be with you, but I'm not going to be so close to you because you are showing disrespect to my mother and my father. And this, this, is, this, is, this is the important part. This is what husbands and wives must remember for the, for the success of their marriage. Honor and respect your mother-in-law and your father-in-law. Treat them as their own. Treat them as your own. You know, I, 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 want, to, I want to say that uh, if I can just use the term, uh, the, the, Muslim, the Indian Muslim uh, culture in Cape Town, I, I, I really admire it. I'm referring to the point, uh, if, if, if the nikah is finished, the, the bride is waiting in the hall for the husband to come give slamat. But the husband first goes to his mother. He, he, for example, goes from Portland's Masjid to Cravenby or to Rylands. He first go give his mother slamat. And then he goes to his wife to give clear indication. My dear wife, you are my wife. And I will love you and I will respect you. But remember, the first woman in my life is my mother. So I'm, I, I'm saying this with tears in my eyes. Or tears in my heart. I'm repeating it and I'm saying it with positiveness and confidence. The first person my wife must understand and she's also going to be a mother that the first woman in my life is my mother. Allahu Akbar. Now, now I want to say also a husband 
that allows his wife, he allows his wife to keep him away from his mother. He's a weak husband. He's a weak Muslim. You should never allow that. And in fact, I would guide our young people that inshallah when you're going to get married and you make a decision that this woman is going to be your future wife, please explain to her, my dear future wife, remember that uh, you are going to be my wife, but remember my, 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 the first woman in my life is my mother. I only have one mother and I only have one father. Allahu Akbar. So, you know what Once again, I'm saying the respect doesn't, uh, it's not only confined to you and your husband or you and your wife. It goes beyond them. And I'm repeating to say that treat your mother-in-law and your father-in-law as your own. What does that mean? What is the deeper meaning of that? The deeper meaning of that is, for example, if your mother-in-law or your father-in-law lives with you, treat her and go out of your way for her, your mother-in-law, as you would have done that for your own mother. Allahu Akbar. Another example. If your mother-in-law says to you something or she checks you, Say so rectify for you, if you bring for your rech, or say save your eats. And you know that she's wrong. Then deal with her as you would have dealt with your own mother. I, I'm going to give my personal example. Even while I was the president of the MCC, and I, I, I'm, I'm your brother speaking here. I'm your own son speaking here. So I'm sharing it with you, my personal, personal things. I was the president of the MCC. And my mama, my Allah, very jannafakhan. Say it for me, inna khit khatachik. And for me, it khiskel. And most of the time, I'm repeating myself, most of the time my mother was correct. But there were some times when my mother was wrong. And because of my love and my respect for my mother, I would never ever say to my mama, Mama, vakum mama and din nonsense. Wukam mama sakadanga say. I would just swallow it in because it's my mother. Because of my love and my respect for my mother, I would just swallow it in. Now that is the meaning of taking your mother-in-law as your own mother. If your mother-in-law says something wrong to you, if your father-in-law says something wrong to you, you swallow it in. That is the meaning of taking your mother-in-law uh, as your own mother. Taking your mother-in-law in, as your own mother and when things are rosy, it's very, very easy. No, we're talking about difficult times. Then you treat her as your own mother. Allahu Akbar. Now what must mean? Uh, tomorrow, our Khujaj will be going to Arafah. Allahu Akbar. And I, 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 I want to share with you in the context of what we are, what are speaking today, that the, the last sermon of our beloved Nabi Muhammad Allahu Akbar. Imagine, uh, uh, before I come to the sermon, on the day of Arafah, Allah revealed to our beloved Nabi Al-Yawma akmaltu lakum deenakum. Today I have perfected your deen. Listen to the words. I have, Allah has given us a perfect deen. And I've completed my favors upon you. And I've chosen for you the deen of Islam as a complete way of life. Allahu Akbar. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad said to, 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 to the people and to all of us, O people, lend me an attentive ear, for I know not whether after this year I will be with you again, Allahu Akbar. Therefore listen to me, what I'm saying to you very carefully, and take these words to those who could not be present here today. And at the point I want to come to is, and the portion I want to come to is, then Rasulullah says, Ya Iwan Nas, O people, it is true that you have certain rights with regard to your women, but they also have rights over you. 
Remember that you have taken them as your wives only under Allah's trust with the amana and with Allah's permission. Allah Akbar. Can you imagine the Rasulullah said, and Allah has made this woman your wife a most private parts permissible for you and for you alone. That needs to be honored. That needs to be respected. Allah Akbar. If they abide by your right, then to them belongs the right to be fed and clothed in kindness. In kindness. Listen to the words of Rasulullah. Listen to the following, my dear brothers. Do treat your women well and be kind to them. For they are your partners and committed helpers. Wallahi, that is the truth. In most of the cases, 99% of the women of the world, the wives of the world, they are your partners and committed helpers. In most cases. And it is your right that they do not make friends with anyone of whom you do not approve, as well as never be unchaste. May Allah protect us, men and women, to be unfaithful to our partners. I can share with you a beautiful hadith of our beloved Nabi Muhammad in these beautiful days of Hajj. The Nabi Muhammad says, Guarantee for me six. And I will guarantee you the Jannah, Allahu Akbar. The first one, Rasulullah says, Guarantee for me, whenever you make a promise, keep up your promise. Uzduku ida haddathum. The second one is, Guarantee for me, you're always going to speak the truth. Husbands and wives shouldn't lie to one another. You should be truthful to one another. The third one, Rasulullah says, Guarantee for me, you're going to carry out your amana. Dear brothers, husbands, your wife is a amana. Carry out your amana. Treat her with honor and dignity and with respect and life, love and kindness. The fourth one, Rasulullah says, Hafidhu furujakum. Guarantee for me you're going to protect your private paths. I will guarantee you the Jannah. We live in a time, Jamaat Muslimin, when people being unfaithful and living in haram in sex is widespread. May Allah protect us and may Allah protect our children and our grandchildren. One of the reasons why people will enter the Jannah, Allah says, hafizun, Those people who have preserved their private parts. And we're saying in the same breath, Jamaat Muslimin, if there are any of our brothers and sisters listening now, and they are still living in haram, sleeping in haram with other people, then this is now the best time to come back to Allah and make tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah will accept your tawbah. At-ta'ibu min dhambi. A person that returns from his sins, Allah says, Rasulullah says, it is by Allah as if you've never ever done, done any wrong in the past. Allahu Akbar. So repent to Allah. The fifth one, Rasulullah says, guarantee for me you're going to lower your gaze. Don't look at haram. Imagine we are challenged with the dirtiest and ugliest of pornography. Easily available, easily accessible, even on the cell phone. Of the children and everywhere. May Allah protect us, Jamaat Muslimin. I'm saying again to my dear brothers and sisters and dear listeners if you are one of those people that look at haram and look at pornography, thank Allah that you are listening now so that you can repent to Allah. A Muslim should, should be ashamed of himself or herself looking at pornography. May Allah forgive us and may Allah protect us. 
Amen. Just before we do go for that break very quickly, um, I'll just look at one of those SMSs. It says, Salam and Sheikh, I woke up this morning and felt so hopeless and worthless and most of all a big failure as my marriage is falling apart and there's no hope I felt. I just want to say shukran to Sheikh for those um, minutes on air. It surely lifted my spirits. Alhamdulillah. We'll be taking a look at more of those SMSs as we continue with our program, inshallah. Welcome back once again to our program. You're on the Voice of the Cape 91.3 and we are negotiating pathways to successful marriages. That's with our honorable and beloved Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels. Um, I'll just look at the SMS very quickly. It says, Aslam Sheikh, shukran for beautiful reminders. Always I feel so sad that some men are still so nasty to their family after being graced with old age and illness and knowledge of Dean. And the SMS says that it's very sad as well. Sheikh, um, Shall we continue on the Shukran, uh, My dear listeners, uh, once again, uh, let me just repeat the words of our beloved Nabi Muhammad on the day of Arafah. Because when we speak the day of the day of Arafah, you know, those of us who have been on Hajj, um, I, I'm sure that your, your heart is not here in Cape Town now, or your soul is not here in Cape Town. You are with the people on Mina. You are thinking about the time when you were in Ihram. Just imagine... When we were in Ihram, in that holy state, Allah says, فَلَا رَفَثَ وَلَا فُسُوقَ وَلَا جِدَالَ فِي الْحَجِّ When you're with your wife, you're not allowed now to hold the hand of your wife or kiss your wife. You must give all your time now to Allah. <coughs> when you're Ihram, you're not even allowed to cut your nails. It is haram to cut your nails. Can you imagine? Why? Because all the time, <coughs> mouth, all the time must just give to Allah. And just imagine the people are now preparing to go to Arafat for tomorrow, inshallah. Now, uh, the reason why I'm saying this is for those uh, who haven't been for Hajj and those husbands and wives that have got problems, make dua today and make dua tomorrow that Allah subhanahu must grant the two of you to stay together and that the two of you are going to tawaf the Baytullah together and you're going to be on Arafat together. Those husbands that have been on Hajj and their wife has not been on Hajj yet, make dua and make effort. You are very fortunate that uh, we can't repeat our Hajj uh, because if you uh, nowadays if you Hajj, you can't go Hajj again. I don't know for when, but if you your husband your tamaf, if your wife hasn't been for Hajj, you can be a mahram. So make dua that Allah Subhanahu must save your marriage and bring happiness in your marriage and bring it back to the first day of marriage when you were so loved with, uh, in love with one another Allahu Akbar so um, let me let me just uh, give you my dear listeners the hadith of our beloved Abi Muhammad when Rasulullah said إِذَا كَانَ يَوْمُ عَرَفَةِ when it is a day of Arafah فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَ يُبَاهِ بِهُمُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ then Allah subhanahu boasts with Allah's malaika and Allah says أُنْذُرُوا إِلَى إِبَادِ look at my slaves أَتَوْنِي شُعْثًا they came to me. They are full of dust. And they came from all parts of the world. I make you my witness, O oh my beloved Malaika, that I've forgiven all of them. In Rasulullah says, in فَتَقُولُ الْمَلَائِكَةَ uh, ya Allah, inna fihim fulanan murahaqan. Oh Allah, amongst them are people that they are they are evil doers they are wrong doers and then Allah says 
قَدْ خَفَرْتُ لَهُمْ In spite of them, I've forgiven all of them. Allahu Akbar. So, Yawad Muslimin is really a day that we need to look forward. So, let me repeat what Rasulullah said to us. Do treat your women well and be kind to them for they are your partners and committed helpers. Allahu Akbar. And likewise, we say to our sisters, do treat your husbands well and be kind to them. Just have beautiful words for them and make dua. You, you know, um, let me remind you again, I, I think, I think, I'm not sure, I think I said it a few weeks ago, that um, husbands and wives need to make dua for one another. If your husband leaves the house in the morning, you make dua, oh Allah, protect my husband, protect him from any haram, bring him back safely home, grant him rizqat halal, is halal, oh Allah, grant him to be of the salihin, of the muttaqin, oh Allah, grant him to be of the people of the jannah. Can you imagine Allah has appointed special malaika for, for that purpose, for those people who make dua for another Muslim in his absence. And, and when you make dua, then the malaika say, Amin, Amin, O Allah, accept. وَلَهُ مِثْلَ ذَلِكَ O Allah, and grant the person that makes the dua, grant him the same. Allahu Akbar. So my dear listeners, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant um, you know, all of us beautiful life. I, I just want to encourage everybody to fast on the day of Arafah. The Nabi Muhammad says, any person that fasts the day of Arafah, then Allah forgive the sins of two years. The Yavat us and the Yavat Nuhat Kum. Now, Jamaat Muslimin, you must allow me to say what I say every year to my Jamaah. That as a person, as a Muslim, as a follower of Rasulullah, I'm very disappointed in a Muslim that heard that Rasulullah say fast on the day of Arafah and you, you don't fast. You're showing no respect to the words of Rasulullah. Allow me to say it in that way. Because it's, it is unacceptable that so many people know about the hadith of Rasulullah, but they don't care. And maybe that is one of the problems of the ummah today. We're not taking Rasulullah serious. So, Jamaat Muslimin, tomorrow people will an Arafah. So, puasa to tomorrow, inshallah. And, and, and in fact, we have a program tomorrow uh, after Asr in, in, in the Masjid, Masjid Rabi, where I am the Imam, Masjid Rabi for the liberation of Masjid Al-Aqsa. We have a program from after Asr until Maghrib. Uh, and the program is, um, is, is mostly centered around the concern for Masjid Al-Aqsa. We live in a time when uh, the attention has been drawn away from Masjid Al-Aqsa in Palestine. And the Zionists are planning to destroy Masjid Al-Aqsa. And we as the Ummah, we need to do something seriously. And one of the few little things that we are going to do tomorrow when we are fasting, we're going to make dua that Allah subhanahu wa must protect Masjid Al-Aqsa. And we believe when we make dua on the day of Arafah, Allah is going to accept our duas. And we believe that the two million or three million hujads are also going to make dua. But we're going to make our effort also, inshallah. So what does mean? Uh, uh, we also want to congratulate, uh, we want to wish well all our Muslims, those Muslims who are going to have Labarang on Tuesday, and those Muslims who are going to have the Labarang on Wednesday. So what does mean? We are one Ummah, and there's always going to be differences. There are differences since the time of Rasulullah. There were differences amongst the greatest of scholars. Imam Abu Hanifa differed with Imam Shafi, differed with Imam Malik, Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal. 
These are great people, Allah Akbar. Just to give an idea of Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal. Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal memorized 70,000 ahadith of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he differed with Imam Shafi, but he had the greatest respect for Imam Shafi. The, 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 the famous example, my dear, my dear listeners, and I'm speaking from my heart, inshallah. The, the famous example, Imam Shafi rahimullah, went to Baghdad, where Imam Abu Hanifa was the imam. And he went to the masjid for Fajr Salah. And of course, this is this Atif and also means they honored Imam Shafi to lead the Salah. And for the Fajr Salah, Imam Shafi didn't read the kunut. And after the Salah, the people said, Yeah, Imam Shafi, you are the one that is about the kunut. Why didn't you make the kunut? Do you know what he said? He said, out of honor and respect for the view of Imam Abu Hanifa. Imam Abu Hanifa was not in the masjid. Imam Abu Hanifa was not alive. But he still had honor and respect for the view of Imam Abu Hanifa. Now I'm asking for my dear brothers and sisters all over in Cape Town and all over in South Africa that we need to honor and respect the different views. The question has been asked, when do we fast? You know, you, you can fast the 8th tomorrow. And if you want to fast the ninth, you can fast the ninth. If you want to not fast the ninth because out of respect for your neighbor and your family, then do so. The fasting of the ninth is a sunnah, but to respect your family and your neighbors, it's a wajib. It's compulsory. So Jamaat Muslimin, this is an appeal from one of your one of the sons of Cape Town, one of your brothers of Cape Town, that we honor and respect one another and we love one another. There's always going to be differences. We were very fortunate for maybe for the two last three years, um, the 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 the, the of, of Makkah coincided with the sighting of the moon in Cape Town. Alhamdulillah. But now we again in this situation, a, a person that keeps the barang with Makkah or the sighting of the moon on Wednesday, uh, they're not out of the fold of Islam. They are still your brother and your sister in Islam. Allahu Akbar. So Jamaat Muslimin, that is my advice. Inshallah, and may Allah Subhanahu wa keep us together, and may Allah grant us. To, to stay united even with yeah. our differences because all of us we are brothers and sisters and who made us brothers and sisters Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so I can also add and invite uh, tonight inshallah in other words tomorrow morning at half past two we've got salatu tasbih in our masjid masjid rabi for the liberation of masjid aqsa you are most welcome to join us we're going to make salat to tasbih we're going to make salat to tawbah we're going to make salat to layl and appeal to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us to protect our children and to grant us in the ummah khayran wa barakan and success wa sallallahu ta'ala ala sayyidina muhammad walhamdulillah rabbil alamin maybe molana i just want to comment on that uh, uh, listener that uh, said that she was hopeless and alhamdulillah we're so happy that she, she regained some hope. And we want to say to her, um, Never give up hope of the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And another person said that she had, uh, uh, she was, she's married, she is married for more than 20 years. And her husband, had, uh, she found out that the husband has got an affair. What must he do? In the spirit of what we said today, you offer your husband to say to him, my dear husband, you have made the grievous mistake and it is heartbroken you know uh, uh, I, i'm gonna say really what it what it is to that husband or any husband that does it it is a betrayal on the biggest scale but as i've said the nabi muhammad says a person that repents and come back from his sins by allah 
It is as if never, never, ever done anything wrong. And my dear listeners, I'm sharing with you for the last 25 years as an imam in the in in Cape Town, I end off my Jumu'ah every Friday with the following hadith of Rasulullah: "Kullu bni Adam khataun wa khairul khataa'in al-tawabun." Each and every child of Nabi Adam makes mistakes and wrongdoings, but the best of them are those who return to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So say to your husband, my dear husband, I will give you a chance. To come back to Allah subhanahu and repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept the, accept, the, the, to accept the repentance of all the Muslimin, inshallah. And may Allah grant all of us the most beautiful ending of this world. Wa sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammad wa alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Shukran very much once again to Sheikh. And for me, the time just flied. Definitely, it went very, very quick, the time today. And um, for those who sent through those SMSs, do not worry, don't fret. I will share all those SMSs that you have sent. I will um, share it with our Honorable Sheikh today. And uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels will take a look at your SMSs and what it is, what your concerns, your worries, and whatever it is that you're busy with, what you are confronting. Um, Sheikh will have a look at those SMSs. Shukran for inviting us into your home and uh, making us a part of your day, inshallah. You can join us once again next week, inshallah, when we bring you once again advice as we negotiate pathways to successful marriages. Um, I am uh, the host for today, Malasam Qasim, and inshallah, I'll be back on Thursday for that breakfast with you once again, inshallah. Um, from ourselves for today, inshallah, may you have a very blessed day. May Allah fill our marriages, all the khairat and barakat, inshallah, for yourselves and your family, inshallah. Until we meet and speak once again, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.